Welcome to Another Orbit. This is our special galactic collision of podcasts with wayward daters. In other words, a crossover segment. <laughs> I'm Kaliza. I'm Suzef. And, and we're, we're from, from Other Orbit. Orbit. We'd like to thank Rachel and Felix for letting us have this segment. We're actually really longtime friends of Rachel's and we're honored to be featured on the Wayward Daters podcast. Today we're going to talk about our favorite love songs. So what's your song, Kaliza? Ooh, all right. Let's get back and let's get into the drama. I love drama. You, me, and everybody else. I love drama, just like Oprah loves bread. I, uh, my favorite love song is a song that is turmoiled with drama. It is a song by Eric Clapton, and it's called Layla. Here's a little clip. Um, the name of this song is derived from an Ara uh, Arabic poem called The Story of Layla and Majnun. It's by a Persian poet named Nizami Kunjavi, and Eric Clapton related to the character of Majnun because of the story falling madly in love with Layla, that he literally drove himself mad and he couldn't marry her. So he related to the story so much because he was in love madly with his best friend's girl. And do you know who his best friend was? No, I don't. George Harrison. He was oh in love with God. George Harrison's wife. And um, he met Patty Boyd in the late 60s when Eric was uh, collaborating with George Harrison for some projects involving the two musicians. And Eric Clapton became a secret admirer of Patty Boyd, and he sent her constant love letters signed only with the letter E. What the really? Yeah, yeah. What is this like high school? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't think no. I don't think Honestly, people ever grow up had, in high school. She had no idea who it was, and then like they went to some like party or something like that with uh, at Eric Clapton's manager's house, uh -huh. and he like cornered her at the, like in the house and was like, "So what do you think of my letters?" And she was like, "Oh fuck, that's you!" So she was really caught off guard. She didn't realize it was Eric Clapton. That is so. That is some like <laughs> I didn't think like secret admirers admirer stuff happened in real life. Uh, yeah, same. Here. Here. You know, and that backstory, like the poem, that's deep. That's yeah. really deep about it, that. I didn't realize it had like that deep it, of a meaning. Yeah, it, it directly came from that because his friend gifted him the poem. Yeah. And pa Patty was like so flattered, but she was really committed to her marriage with George, despite his like... And she was married. Yeah, she like... was married, yeah. And she was committed to him despite his raging alcohol and drug abuse and his constant infidelity. And despite all of this turmoil and her commitment to stay with George, Patty constantly turned down Eric Clapton, even though she was feeling really like lonely and betrayed. Oh my God. Yeah. And this mess. drove Eric absolutely mad. So that so when he read the story of Layla and Mandarin, he could relate to being in love with somebody that it drove him crazy. Right. Um, oh. And finally, in 1974, George Harrison cheated on Patty with, do you know who? I don't have a clue. With Ringo Starr's wife. This, <laughs> this is, is incestual. Some, this is some like, this is some like one yeah. of those ancient Greek stories where exactly. everyone would like grew each Brothers, other. and everybody. Yeah. Even John Lennon said, John Lennon was super mad at George for doing that because he's like, 
that's essentially your brother. Uh, like, yeah, that's your, betrayal your, that's just right incestual. there. Yeah, that is some yeah. like, but dang, I mean, and, they yeah. all got around. That's yeah. This is so much <laughs> drama. Like, no one is above drama, apparently. <laughs> no. Like, don't and, care how much money or yeah. anything. Like, and I read this story when I was like thirteen, and I'm telling you, that was a precursor to me loving drama for the rest of my life. And George and uh, George Harrison, Patty Boyd, finally split in 1977, and by 1979. Patty was married to Eric Clapton, and the two stayed together for another decade. So he eventually wow. got his girl. But and George Harrison and Ringo Starr were both at Eric Clapton and Patty's yeah, wedding. So it was just... like it was all cool and fun. Like nobody was hurt that all this Ooh. infidelity was going on. Everybody was like, man, whatever. Okay. Wow. We're really hot. We're gonna get over it. Yeah. That's what it said. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean. And so there's two versions of the song, and the one I played here is the acoustic version, and the other one is like the riff heavy, like original. Yeah. Like rock song. Yeah. I don't give a shit about the original version. It's like it has like such a like. And now you're listening to Aero mm. 93 FM. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. like that classic rock sound anymore. Like, yes! Yeah. 95.5. Where rock lives. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't give a it's shit. It's like such a classic rock yeah. stereotype. Yeah. Well, that that concludes my favorite song. What's what's uh, your, your song? I think my favorite love song is a song by Daft Punk off of 2001's Discovery album. And the song I feel where the album reaches its emotional peak is Something About Us. Let's hear a little bit of it. about the song is kind of how understated it is yeah and again it has a funky as hell bass line but it's also kind of calm kind of atmospheric it's gentle it's lulling it's not like a party anthem like yeah. one more time or crushing dolls <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. just a which is what daft punk is known for. exactly yeah they're fucking the dance fucking yeah are, yeah, yeah around the world or on like, the floor fucking yeah, like absolutely. yeah dance tracks but to them it kind of showed a real softer side i mean not unlike planet caravan by black sabbath i oh, guess yeah. in a way but it was yeah it was just this it's like the song is simple the lyrics are simple but they just hit a really deep emotional chord with me i need you more than anything in my life i love you more than anyone in my life and but it's also saying it might not be the right time i might oh, not be yeah. the right one and i'll miss you more than anyone in my yeah. life so it's really open ended i mean is it about love that's lost that wasn't meant to be is it is it about you know being in a relationship with someone where it's obviously not working out won't yeah. work out but you still you know love them deeply yeah. like is it what about, is that like, about does it's also can it construed to be about somebody who loves someone but's not willing to commit yet. You know, like oh, it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it has so many Yeah, yeah you're very right be. about the ambiguity. Yeah, it could it. it could really be about anything, yeah. Or is it yeah, is it talking about the 
past tense, present tense, future yeah. tense. It's like, that's what I really, really love about it. And that's probably why it absolutely works. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it, it's, it's, not, it's not typical. It's not, you know, I mean, of course, happy love songs are great. Yeah. And then ones about breakup can be cathartic you know what i mean but yeah. this one it's like yeah it's it is super ambiguous it is super ambiguous and i felt like it worked really well in their movie interstellar 5555 the story of the secret star system have you seen that i have not actually yeah it's like a really it's a really interesting movie it's actually an anime that um where the Discovery album is the entire score. There's no dialogue, which is... Whoa. I love those types of movies with no dialogue, by the way. Me too. Yeah. And it's just the, the entire album just played um, over that cartoon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I gotta watch really that. It's really cool. Yeah, I don't want to... Yeah, I don't want to give any spoilers, but that song is played in a very poignant moment, and yeah. it, it definitely moved me. So I think that's... Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about them. Go out, go listen to them, watch their movies, watch their videos. Um, hey, I just thought of something. What? Why don't we have our own love song episode? <gasps> we can certainly do that. Yeah. We can touch on dating as uh, LGBTQI plus community people. Yeah, it's very yeah. Different for like, us. I know um, we didn't have, you know, a lot of, we didn't have much time to, or we didn't have any time to talk about that in yeah. this segment, yeah. but I think that would be really, really cool to, to talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Because it is very different for both of us. I'm a demisexual lesbian and you are. I am. I came out recently as aromantic and asexual. Woo! Plot twist. Plot twist. Woo! And I would definitely be happy to uh, discuss my experiences more in depth yeah. on our and own podcast. And it honestly podcast. requires a full episode It for does. Us, it so does. It's all very nuanced. Yeah. yeah. It's all and, very nuanced and complicated. Yeah. And thank you again to Rachel and Felix. We yeah. really appreciate Yay. it. Yay. Yeah. Please check out otherorbit.com to find out what Susan and I do in our 9-to-5s if anyone gives a shit. <laughs> Check out, and there you will, you will find um, oh. all of our socials. And you can find us on Instagram. She is Suzef. I am Kaliza. With an underscore at, at the, the end. end yeah. yeah. Um, and thanks again. Thank you. Thank you, Wayward Daters. Thank you, listeners. Bye. Bye. Bye, Miss Chair Model Lady. I dreamt that we were married and you treated me nice We had lots of kids Drinking whiskey and rye But why'd you have to go off and die? Why'd you have to go off and die? Hey, hey everyone. everyone, this is Rachel And I'm Felix and we'd like to inform you that we'll be using adult language. We're going to say fuck. We're going to say pussy. And you're going to have to deal with it. Listener discretion is advised, bitch. Everybody to the uh, I guess we're calling we call this a bonus episode. It's a bonus. Since this is definitely a bonus. Since we're from the Wayward Daters, we'll call it a boner episode. <laughs> it's a boner episode. It could be a lady boner, <laughs> guy boner. <laughs>
Just not an animal boner. <laughs> Please, no animal no boners. Animal boner, no bestiality. So we're going to be, uh, uh, we did a, a love song episode. Uh, the ladies from uh, Another Orbit, Suze and Liz, uh, are going to do a love song episode as well. But we're doing like a special sneak peek at the end of one of their, at the end of their love song episode. Uh, say that three times fast. <laughs> Rachel and I are going to be talking about two of our favorite love songs real quick uh, yeah. right now. Uh, and I guess... I guess I'll go first. Yeah, go for it. Uh, my first love song means a lot to me. It's actually a song I listen to when I go to the airport because it calms me the fuck down. Word. All right. It's called uh, The Weight of Love by the Black Keys. I used to think, darling, you never did nothing, but you were always up to something. What? <laughs> Fight me. That's good. I can see how that's soothing. It's so cool. Yeah. The reason why, like, oh, and this came out in 2015, uh, written by the three guys, or the two guys were in the Black Keys, and I think the producer. Uh, but I love this song because I associate it with traveling, because it says that line, you'll be on my mind. Don't give yourself away to the weight of love. Mm. So for me, as a person who grew up, like, grew up, literally nomadic like i moved every two or three years uh, you know what i did too yeah yeah so you know how it is like yeah you, you're it's very easy for you probably to make new friends and kind of like step away from friends that's true what's your song miss rachel that's nice all right so um in our full episode of love songs we i talked about um how i meticulously curate my my fuck list <laughs> meticulously mm. curated so there's a point in what for me is a perfect sexual experience where we just need to pound down already okay so that my fuck list is very eclectic and it may not seem like it would be on there but um i've got a song and it's not even necessarily a love song or anything it just has a vibe to it where it's just like you need to be fucking to this fuck song so this song is called The Widow from the Mars Volta. Um, the Mars Volta, <laughs> if you remember them. <laughs> Elvia is also on that same list. It comes right after this song. There is sort of kind of this like very um, uh, experimental part at the end of the song. So I usually, I, what I did was I cut it myself in my own computer to get that part out because it will ruin your stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you edited the song? I did. I edited the song myself. So fuck to it so i could fuck to that's it yeah hilarious yeah that's, that's how much work i put into sex that's you guys. some fuck dedication all right let's listen to uh, the widow from the mars volta he's got fast in black lungs made of clothes splintered sharks the kind that will
I can just fuck through a whole Mars Volta yeah. album, and I have, and That's I will again. Good, yeah. yeah. All right. You got I, another one for us? I have another one, and it's a very special one. <laughs> uh, in 1998, <laughs> <laughs> a young woman changed music forever. Her name, Shakira. Yes. People who know Shakira now kind of know more as like a pop star, like things like that. But in the 90s, she was like one of the most legit and prolific singer songwriters in Latin rock and Latin Spanish music, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of all time. Like she, she wrote like some hits. Yeah. Uh, this song is from an album called Donde Están Los Ladrones? Mm-hmm. Where Are the Thieves? Mm-hmm. This song or the album of the title of that album uh, is because she was at an airport or like a bus station in uh, Paris or in France somewhere Mm -hmm. and somebody stole her guitar case Mm -hmm. with the album that she had written already in it. Mm -hmm. So she had to rewrite the album. Okay. Holy shit. Shakira's song on this album is called Tu, which is you. Literally translates to you. This version is from her unplugged version, which is one of the greatest Spanish Latin rock unplugs. Since I was like 18 years old uh, And I cry every fucking time pretty much You guys his eyes are so glassy yeah. and Like he really welled up so Shakira like is a literal fucking poet That's my love song Oh I love it I love it What about yours? Okay so I have this love song um, It's really about uh, It's called Pressure from a group called Milk and Bone mm. And uh, I, I really like a, an ethereal voice Especially okay. when I'm just feeling really just like, oh, lovey-dovey, you know? Um, and so this song is is about um, about loving your partner's body. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Let me just get it. You're like good water pressure in a cold rainy summer all that you can do.
song is beautiful to me. It is. I like it. I love their voices. Um, so I, it's, it's, you know, it's about their bodies. It's about their closeness. Yeah. You know, um, that there's the line, is it your heartbeat or is it mine? Like, I like that kind of thing where it's like, you're so close together. Mm-hmm. You're breathing the same air. Yeah. Your hearts are matching, uh, the beats like, Oh, I love that song so much. It's good. I mean, <laughs> I think we both picked the last two songs are just like songs about that why love is nice. Yeah. Because like even the, the good thing about love songs and music in general, but especially I say especially love songs because we've been writing about it uh, as humans for thousands of years. It's yeah. Like, once we figured out that we could like write something that could evoke emotion in others. Yeah. I think we were just like, it's on and running. And it's just, it takes you back to moments like the first kisses. Yeah. The first time, you, you know, you got domed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the first time you got domed up behind the gym when you were 15. Yes, yeah. That's the first time that happened to me. For those of you know who don't know what domed up is, it's the first time I received oral pleasure. <laughs> Gotta love oral pleasure. Um, this song... North Kansas. You know exactly where you were. The first time I got hit? Hell Yeah. <laughs> Changed my fucking world. Blowski. <laughs> Blowski Woski. <laughs> you don't remember the first time you got the first time. Uh, uh, you know, what? I have to think hard about it. I, I honestly, I, uh, I actually don't think I remember it. Mm-hmm. Or if it was the first time, it was probably garbage. Yeah, okay, yeah. I remember it. Like, Just push this? that shit right yeah. out of my head. Is he putting his nose in it. <laughs> what is this? Is this, is this ear? Is he listening to it? I'm actually remembering what it is now and he just gave it a little licky licky and it was done and I was like okay no that's not the same as this thing I've been doing to you that's not the same yeah I'm gonna not equal yeah this is not equal at all I, I hate when I go to town on it yeah and then she's all timid about it and I'm like dude come on come on look at my I'm glistening I look like a fucking I look like, <laughs> like a Krispy Kreme donut <laughs> Face is shiny from all the <laughs> pussy juice. Good Lord, so that's what our podcast sounds like. No, honestly, yeah, that's it. I was like, uh, Orbit is far more clean than we are. Although I know them in real life. Yeah, they, they're. I mean, I love uh, another Orbit. I'm excited to uh, finish listening to the yeah. pleasures. Yeah, I'm on the. I just heard the Quad City DJ part. Quad City DJs. They're talking about. I know that had to be Suze. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm waiting for it for like my work, like calm down from the weekend. Um, but I love another word. But I love my ladies. I love psychopath. I can't see podcasts waiting in the queue. You can't fucking listen to them. Well, you know what? I drive for work, so I like I'll run out of podcasts, and I don't want to run out. So that's why I usually just like wait till Monday. Um, but that has been our show. Felix and I do our show wayward daters you can hear about our dating life in real time because it's kind of a soap opera happening (laughs) as we speak um and we drop every single friday uh so every friday you can uh catch us saying vulgar things (laughs) on microphones but mostly just being like radically honest um and and you know talking about the things that you usually wouldn't talk about you would be embarrassed by and we try and like just put all that out there because communication is key with your lovers and with yourself about show all right that has been wayward daters thank you so much for checking us out please um go ahead and listen rate review subscribe to us and if you haven't already subscribed rated reviewed um another order make sure you do that all right yeah have a good one peace